0: I don't know why this phrase was in my mind while I'm listening to these people. I'm thinking, this is as real as it gets. man. This is real life stuff that these folks have gone through. And it's amazing, you know, a lot of times we, we hear things from people like me who say God can change your life, transform you in an instant, everything will be gone. And it's easy to think, okay, Sure. But there are some things in this world that are too hard for God to fix. You know, it kind of feels like that sometimes. And, and yet you hear these stories of people whose lives are transformed in a moment. They give their lives to Christ and they walk away and their chains fall off. Their addictions are gone. And you realize that sometimes the path to transformation is long and hard. And other times just God miraculously changes everything in a moment. My question for all of us as we wrap this service up is, is today the day that your life needs to be transformed by Jesus? If God can change your life in a moment, is, is this your moment? Is this your time? Maybe you've been kind of hobbling at the crossroads of faith for for weeks or for months or for years like some of these folks. And, And there's going to come a day where you're going to step over the line of faith and start to trust and follow Jesus. Is today your day? I think it's important that we pay attention to the emotion that comes within us when a person like me asks a question like that. I think some of us who have been transformed by Jesus and who are being continually transformed by Jesus, we hear that question of, is your life going to change today? And our minds go back to the moment when we were transformed. Maybe the moment we were baptized and we publicly professed our faith. Or the moment where we got on our knees in our bedroom and we asked Christ to change us. Or that moment we heard that sermon that changed everything. Or opened the Bible and God opened our eyes for the first time. And we look back at that moment when everything changed. And we realize that God has done a miraculous work in us. And yet for some of us in this room, there was no moment in the past because if we are going to have our lives transformed, it's going to be in the future because God hasn't gotten to us yet. Maybe when I ask if today is your day to be transformed, your initial reaction is, no way. <laughs> yeah, maybe God someday can get a hold of my heart, but that day is a long, long, Way off. I've done too much. I've walked too far the wrong direction. I've done too many wrong things. I've got too many questions, too many doubts, too many fears, too much heartache, too much anger towards the God of the heavens to make today the day that I start to walk with him. Some of us would love for today to be that day, but we just feel like, you know what? If I tried to talk to God, he would say, no, thank you. You're too far off. And Jesus told a story in the New Testament about a young man who was a long way off from his earthly father. And Luke 15 tells us the story of the prodigal son. And a lot of us have heard that story before. It's one of the most famous stories that Jesus told about a son who wanted nothing to do with his family. And so he packed his bags, he hit the road, he walked away. He walked away to craft a new life for himself outside of his parents' rules, outside of his parents' religion, outside of his parents' Everything, their sphere of influence, he just wanted to do his own thing and make a name for himself. Like some of the folks expressed today, he just wanted to get far, far away from the religious traditions and morals and ethics and everything that came with his upbringing. And he went a long way off. But eventually, the young man's luck ran out. His money ran out. His friends ran out when his money ran out. And the life that he was trying to craft for himself just wasn't working anymore. And he was trying to make ends meet, and he couldn't. And he was trying to do good, and he couldn't. And he found himself a long way off from his father's household that he had run away from, starting to long that he might be able to go back someday. Chances are, if you've gone through a season where you've been away from the Lord and done your own thing and wanted freedom, and now you're back here today, and still a long way off from God, the chances that you're stuck in a tough place right now. You're probably stuck in the place where this kid was in the prodigal son story where you would love to have a relationship with God, but you you know that that's a long way off. And yet you know that if you try to keep living the way you were living, there's no contentment there either. And so you come and maybe you've been coming for weeks or months or years and you just sit there every week And you lament the fact that you've walked away from God and now you're kind of halfway back in this weird limbo where life out there is not fulfilling. But in terms of having a real relationship with the living God like some of these people talked about today, you're like, that day is a long way off for me. And Jesus says that this prodigal son found himself in the mud and the dirt and the muck far off from his family and started getting kind of to wit's end where he said, you know what? I just got to go back home regardless of the consequences. I know my father would never accept me. I know he's not going to welcome me with open arms. I know I've got a lecture waiting or worse. I know that I don't deserve to go back and be with my father again. I know I'm a long way off from being the son that he deserves. But you know what? Living on the floor in my parents' barn is better than this. So the kid grabs his belongings, packs up, and and starts the long walk home. The whole way that he's walking home to meet his father, Jesus tells us that he's preparing his speech to give his dad when he gets there. If you've ever had a hard conversation before, you know that the speech goes through your mind over and over and over again. And the speech that this young man told, or was preparing, was a speech that was very simple. He just wanted to get to his dad and just get these words out. Father, I am not worthy to be called your son, please make me one of your hired servants. Father, I am not worthy to be your son. Please make me like one of your hired servants, right? And as he's walking up the long road back to his father's house, it's just over and over and over in his mind, I'm not worthy to be my father's son. I just want to be like one of his servants. Let me sleep on the floor. Let me work in the field. Let me eat some scraps from your table. I I know I can't live there with you, but I can't live my life out here anymore. Eventually, he came to the place where his father's property was starting to be visible in the distance. There might be a place that you're sitting even today. You know that a relationship with God is there in the distance, but it's still a long way off. The son had a choice in that moment. Was he going to take the first step towards his father's house or would he turn around and say, no, forget it, I'm too far off, I'm too far gone, this is too humiliating, he'll never accept me. But the son takes courage and takes the first step towards his father's house and gets his speech prepared in the back of his throat, I'm not worthy to be called your son, please make me one of your hired Servants. Yet as the son was deciding to walk towards the father's house, evidently the father was sitting on the porch looking into the distance and sees his son cresting the hill towards the property. You know what? We don't know if the father was sitting there waiting for the kid, or if the father just happened to be working in the fields and he looks up and sees a recognizable figure that his son, his lost son, who is a long way off for a long, long time, who had broken his heart, was starting to come back. And the son is out there preparing his speech. And the father looks up and he sees him. And he begins to run towards his son. One of the most powerful lines in the entire Bible is here in Luke 15. It says, the son got up and went to his father. And then in verse 20, Jesus says, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him And was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. And he starts his speech. But the father says to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on. And put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. If you are a long way off from God, and you're standing at the crossroads looking back at a relationship with God, thinking there's such a long distance between me and him, I don't know if I'll ever be able to travel it. The truth is you are a long way off from God. Your sin has separated you from God. Your choices maybe have separated you from God. Your lifestyle separated from your God. Your your attitude is separated. All these things in life truly have made you far, far away from your heavenly Father. But what we learn in this story is that when we are still a long way off from God, the moment we turn towards him, he closes the gap and runs to us. Sure, the kid had miles maybe or half a mile to walk to get to his father's house, but he didn't have to walk it. His father started running after him and picks him up. He says, I'm so glad you're home. If you're a long way off from God, and today is the day that you want to start a relationship with the living God and you feel like you're too far away, you're far away, but he's coming to you. You feel like God will never accept you've you got your speech prepared for when you die and you're going to stand before him. Put your speech back in your pocket. He just wants to wrap his arms around you and welcome you into his family. All the son had to do was take his first step back towards the father, and the father saw him, he darted to him, and he enveloped him into his family. And the people we see today in baptism, that's their story. They were a long way off from God, some of them for a long, long time. And then in a moment, they turned. And when they turned, he was right there. Because while they were wandering, he was seeking them the whole time. This morning, if God is tugging at your heart, like that verse, if he's knocking at the door of your heart and saying, let me in, open it. He's not going to make you pound down the door to find him. He wants to find you. That's why he sent Jesus, that while we were a long way off, Jesus came to find us to seek and save that which was lost. He didn't wait for us to clean up our lives. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And he rose from the grave to give life to any who turn and ask for life. He'll give it, he gives it freely. No matter how far you are from God, today can be your day of transformation if you simply turn to him in faith and ask him to transform you. As we close in prayer this morning, today is the day for you to start a relationship with God. We'll give you some space to pray a simple prayer silently, even where you are. Just tell God that you're ready to come home. Tell God that you're ready to give up that stuff. Tell God that you need him and you don't know what you need to do next. Tell God you want to put your life into his hands. Tell him you trust that Jesus died for you and rose to give you life. And he'll be right there to envelop you, to put his robe on you, and to throw a party and celebrate for you because his son or his daughter has come home. Let's bow our heads together. And I'll give you a few moments that if you want to pray on your own silently, you're welcome to. And then I'll close in prayer. Father, this morning I pray for anyone in this room who is a long way off from you. That you would be tugging at the strings of their hearts in this moment in a real and tangible way. And that they would know that. They would know that you're trying to get their attention because you have life for them if they'll simply turn and receive it. We pray that even in this moment, they would turn to you and they would ask you to forgive their sins. They would ask you for the new life that only you can give, the living water that quenches our thirst. And they would find you faithful and they would receive life as they turn to you. Lord, we thank you that you sent your son to find us while we were a long way off. We thank you that he died the death that we deserved on the cross, that he rose from the grave to give out life freely to all who ask. And so, Lord, we ask today for those who are far from you, that you would give them life, that today would be the day they start a journey with you that never ends, that they would be transformed in this moment and begin a journey of life transformation that will last the rest of their days until they're with you for eternity, Lord. We pray for all of us in this room that we would walk with you on this journey of life, that when we find ourselves far, we would always remember that you're there the moment we turn back in faith to you, that you are a father who does not want to punish, you are a father who does not want to kick us out, but you want to welcome us back whenever we are ready. Lord, we pray that we would always cling to you and come back to you whenever we wander and find life and love and freedom in your arms.